Welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And this is episode 15 of Adam's Rib. So we went from dating part one, dating part two. So for episode 15, it's only right that we do it about the virtuous woman. Oh, boy. Are you virtuous, Jessica? Girl, I'm there. I'm getting there. (laughs) I am a work in progress. (laughs) Amen. Because I feel like this is definitely an important topic for us to discuss because Mm -hmm. I definitely do personally feel that a lot of women today have lost sight of what true beauty is. Yeah. There really seems to be an unspoken rule that women are not worth being seen in public unless they are just dressed to the nines, makeup overdone, flashy clothes, clothes that are too tight, all that. And so, unfortunately, many women are just obsessed with themselves and they're often really kind of their worst critic Mm -hmm. just in general Mm -hmm. and they just trip about their clothes and the color of their hair their hairstyle especially when they want to go unnatural do i go perm natural everything (laughs) so the fact is that we are never happy with the way that we look and as we continue to fuel our vanity and our need for attention we're never going to be happy Mm -hmm. and that kind of behavior has even really unfortunately crept into to, into the church with the outward appearance having more of an influence than the heart of a woman. Mm-hmm. And this is not the way that God intended for his women to live. And it grieves God when we seek attention for ourselves rather than pointing the attention to really uplifting his kingdom. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm a former beauty queen. I don't really talk about it like that. But um, actually, my old title was I was former Miss black indiana usa 2009 and when i did the pageants i mean i was modeling and pageant and doing pageantry from like 17 about no 16 to about 23 and in those in that time that's all they taught you they taught you to be obsessed with what you look like Mm. i mean they, they didn't care how you, what was in your mind. They didn't care about your heart. They didn't care about anything. Why you let yourself go? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I played. She didn't let herself go. I I'm still cute. You. <laughs> I just, you know, I just okay. gave up no the pageant. No more shade. <laughs> Lizzie over here being a little bit shady, but, <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, they they groomed you to just be obsessed with what you look like. And even after I stopped modeling, after I gave up the pageant world. I still found myself caught up in how does this look? What is my hair on point? Is every hair has to be in place. My makeup has to be flawless. Every, I mean, like even getting caught up in the eyeshadow being even on both sides. Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it got really intense. And I, I even noticed that I would pump this into my daughters. I have two daughters mm. and, and my daughters, I would like get frustrated if, if Jayla's collar was crooked or, hmm. or, or if her shoestrings wouldn't pull just right. And, and I had to catch myself because I'm teaching my daughter to be vain right. and not virtuous. Right. So Lindsay, I would pose the question. If you got to talk to my 23 year old self, like what advice would you give me and any woman that's struggling with the difference between vanity and virtue? Right. Well, I kind of like to look at the virtuous woman as having some common principles that are all discussed in Proverbs 31, which, of course, talks about the virtuous wife and what a woman should be. 
and that is beauty, the outward virtue, the inward virtue, the virtue in the home, and then developing the virtue. We're going to try and hit each one. So first is the beauty. We have to understand that true beauty definitely lies within. And I know this sounds kind of cliche, but roll with me here. <laughs> because true beauty is virtuous because it develops out of good character. So before you consider looking virtuous, you need to look internally so that you can actually become virtuous, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. So you also have to let your outward beauty reflect your inward beauty. So hopefully your inward beauty is virtuous. Yes. <laughs> but this doesn't mean that you need to be a supermodel, like you said, some mm-hmm. pageant queen or anything like that, and get all hung up in your looks. But it does mean that you should not be afraid to at least look your best. Yeah. And loving yourself enough to strive for this sensation is a healthy and virtuous amount of outward beauty. So you have to be careful not to use your outward beauty to, though, tempt others. And I think that can be a difficult task for women nowadays, balancing that fine line between looking their best but dressing modestly at the same time. Because mm-hmm. just because you want to look your best doesn't mean you kind of have to look slutty. Right. <laughs> but Keep you don't need to on. look frumpy or, you know, but before putting on an outfit, ask yourself if the clothes that you're about to wear are going to tempt others into vice and thought or that action. Mm -hmm. And if so, choose a different outfit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because a revealing outfit might temporarily attract a man, but men of character are won over by women of virtue. Yes. So while men are definitely responsible for their own thoughts and actions, they are also very visual beings and can tend to be influenced easily by what they see. Mm -hmm. So definitely being kind enough and respectful enough to give the men around you one less source of temptation is another mark of a virtuous woman. And then, of course, you got to treat your body well. That also goes with beauty. There's a certain amount of virtue in respecting your body and treating it well. Staying healthy, eating healthy foods, staying in shape. Um, You know, occasionally indulging in junk food is fine. But, you know, definitely respect it. I'm not saying that you have to be in perfect shape to have a Beyonce body. Not the point. But also respect is a virtue. Mm -hmm. And that includes self-respect. So if you respect your body, you should at least try to take care of it well enough to not expose your body to harmful things, drugs, abusing alcohol, or anything like that. Yeah. Well, when you spoke about, like, the way you dress, I just want to, real quick. So, ladies, we all are shaped differently, and that is why, that's the beauty of God. He created all of us to be different. But if you're a size 16, don't go and try to squeeze in the 12 or the 14. It's not okay. (laughs) There are ladies shaped like me. Are you secretly calling people out? (laughs) I'm just just trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the Mm -hmm. Lord wants me to bless you, so I'm going to bless you. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, I have a very unique shape. I mean, there are plenty of women shaped like me, but, you know, I have what my mother likes to call a, a for real Coke bottle shape. So there are ways. I mean, having this shape can be it can just kind of almost have like a natural seduction to it. But then it's your choice on how you want to carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, do you go and put on tighter jeans to accentuate your donk or <laughs> do you just put on a pair of pants that fit? Because your dunk already going to be out anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's already going to be seen. You, If you have a flat tummy, every shirt doesn't have to be a crop top. Right. Like, you know, think about it like this. If you want to pr- present yourself to a potential husband or even, let's say, it's a business thing. Advertise yourself in the way that you want to be received. If you want them to receive you as easy pants... <laughs> Then I mean, keep shopping at Forever Twenty One. I mean, although they you they have cute clothes there too, but just pick the right stuff. 
But if you want to be taken seriously as a woman and then a woman of virtue at that, if you want to be treated with respect and show that you respect yourself, but how, how you cover up, how you dress, how you put yourself out there, how you take care of yourself. So just, you know, be mindful of those things because all of that is so important in that area of beauty. Mm-hmm. Right. So the next virtue of the Proverbs 31 woman is the outward virtue. And the first thing with that is acting in service to others. Now, I'm not saying that you should ignore your own needs, but you should definitely think highly of the needs of others and be there to take care of those needs when you can and when you're capable and able to. Women, after all, we do tend to be very nurturing beings. So being hospitable, being generous and being kind. Now, kindness is about more than just nice words and pleasant smiles, because I know us as women, we are really good at being fake mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and catch ourselves, oh, I'm being kind, where you're really just giving a fake smile. No. To be truly kind to someone, you need to approach that person with a giving spirit, and that means you should be the sort of person who others can run to for positive words, positive actions, and it's not enough to just simply exchange a few nice words in passing. Mm-hmm. You have to actually act on these things. Mm-hmm. Next with the outward virtue is using your money wisely and be responsible with your finances. You can indulge occasionally, but in a whole, you should not be irresponsible with your money or spend it you know, irresponsibly because mm-hmm. frugality is a type of virtue in itself. And this doesn't mean that you should be stingy or cheap, but it does mean that you should take care of your financial obligations before using your money on these indulgences. Mm-hmm. So in other words, you shouldn't be spending your money on some exotic vacation. If you haven't even paid your rent yet oh, okay. <laughs> or anything like that. And then, with the outward virtue is using your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs time to relax. But overall, you should try to stay active and not fall into being lazy or slothful. Because I think we actually talked about that. In the yes, episode. we did. We sure <laughs> did. Because <laughs> that, that, that definitely is a sin. So taking time to relax and recharge is needed so that you can be at your best when you are sufficiently well rested. And to not stay active simply just don't say active simply for the sake of staying active. So don't go mess up your room just so you can say you cleaned it up just so you can All be right. active. No, but you know, just keeping your mind sharp and, you know, giving, volunteering, things like that. Yeah. I mean, basically overall, the outward virtues are just about being responsible, being responsible for others. That service to others is important. I, I personally believe what, how you give back to others is, is, it shows a lot about what you feel about yourself. Are you selfish? Are you selfless? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now don't go overboard and you give, 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 but then you have nothing left to give to yourself. So it's a responsibility factor. I'm responsible for giving to others, but I'm also responsible for myself. I'm responsible for paying my bills. I'm also responsible for paying my tithes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay my bills and my tithes before I go and go ball out at the mall and go <laughs> buy those cute Jimmy Choo's that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel what I'm going with this? Like, you ha- it's just all comes down to responsibility, in- including the time management. Like, a virtuous woman balances her schedule well. You don't see a virtuous woman running around here with her head cut off. Like she, she, she plans, she organizes, and she manages her time wisely. So just be responsible with all those things, and you, you one step closer. Yeah, definitely. 
The third thing I would say is addressing the inward virtue, and this includes having faith. Mm -hmm. So a biblical example of a virtuous woman, well, there's a lot of examples, but I'll just pick (laughs) one, is the faith that Ruth had. Now, she chose to follow God in spite of the difficulty that it brought her when it could have just been easier for her to return to Moab, Moab, whatever it was called, Moab, (laughs) to worship the gods. Thank you. (laughs) To worship the gods that she was not created to worship. So she had committed herself to her faith and to the right God and was ready to face those consequences, even though backing down would have been a whole lot easier. We, too, should commit ourselves to our faith and to God and to remain faithful in spite of the challenges that we're going to come across. And along with the armor virtue is keeping your body pure. Treat your body as a treasure and don't just give it away to anyone. Kind of like how we mentioned in the dating episode. Yes. That is what a virtuous woman is. You don't just go sleeping around with the whole city because they said you was cute. Okay. (laughs) And then the last thing with inward virtue is cultivating reason. Now, us as women, we tend to be very emotional beings. And the downside of, of that emotion is that it can often blind or cripple our reasoning especially Mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. so a virtuous woman needs to accept her emotions or she can't accept her emotions but she uses reason to mitigate her reactions of Mm. those emotions yes i like that i mean so here's 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 this in a nutshell keep your attitude in check (laughs) (laughs) it's called self-control you have plenty and basically that's what it but that's really what all this is about self-control keeping your emotions in line don't go and get just because you're hormonal pmsing whatever you want to call it don't (laughs) go and give that give yourself the right to go act a fool slash tires or whatever that you might do like don't that's not that's not self-control and that's not a that's not a virtue so be control your emotions control your body you have control over that nobody can make you lay down nobody can make you have sex nobody can make you do any of these things it's all a choice it's your choice and so if you can control those that that urge that temptation control that choice you don't have to do anything you don't want to do and that's what inward virtue is all about self-control practice it what's the saying you have pray before you pop off pray (laughs) before you pop Okay. Obviously, Jessica has had to do a lot of praying. Anyway, (laughs) the the struggle's real. (laughs) The fourth thing I would mention to our ladies is having virtue in the home. Now, Mm. this starts with respecting your parents. Your parents are responsible for bringing you into this world and raising you to become the woman that you currently are. So to be a virtuous woman, you need to show them respect by adhering to their rules during your childhood. Maybe we've got some younger listeners out there Mm -hmm. and even your adolescent years and even continuing to listen to them and respecting their ideas as an adult. Now, if your parents mistreat you, of course, this is a whole nother situation. So if you are, you know, amongst abusive parents and if the best thing for you to get away from this abusive relationship is to get away, then doing so makes you a virtuous woman because you're taking action and getting away from a harmful situation. So I'm not saying like, oh, she told me to stay. No, that's not what I'm saying. But on top of that, Jess, and I'll kind of let you address this a little bit more, is being a loving mother. That also comes with virtue in the home. Mm-hmm. If you have children, I would imagine that you have to put their needs above your own yes. and raising them according to a virtuous example mm-hmm. and helping them to develop into virtuous men or women, in case you have sons, mm-hmm. themselves. So you need to nurture your children and attend to their needs, even when it means self-sacrificing on your part. Yes. So, for instance, a virtuous woman and mother will 
will maybe tend to her sick child if it means catching the flu herself. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you need to discipline your children with the care and the wisdom so that they know the difference between right and wrong, virtuous mm-hmm. and not virtuous. Yeah. Well, personally, I'm raising daughters. And so it is I, it's mandated of me. That's the reason God blessed me with two daughters. God mandated me to raise my daughters with respect for themselves and respect for others. And as a woman of virtue, I'm raising two women of virtue. And so that means I, it is my responsibility to show them the way. I, I am the example. Now, I can't go and threaten to beat them every time they act a fool, but they see me act a fool. And then I got the nerve and the audacity to expect them to act right. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not how this works. So it is about sacrifice. Virtue of the home is about what you're willing to give up to take care of your home, how you're able to sustain your home and, and add and bring order to your home. Now, granted, I don't have a husband in my house, but I, I have two children that I am grown, raising and growing them up to be respectful women and to give back to society in the way that they should. And so my responsibility is, like you said, I have to give up a fun night if my baby is sick. That means Jessica's got to stay home. And if that means I end up sick next week, mm-hmm. it's a, oh, well, I have to take care of her. She's but even the, canceled plans with me to tend to I the have, children. <laughs> I have. Sorry, Lynn. Blame okay. McKenzie. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, it's all about sacrifice. That's what really, that's what it boils down to. What are you willing to give up to sustain order in your home? And for, as a parent, you constantly give up things. You constantly have to sacrifice. So, you know, it's it's not fun. It's right. not meant to be, but it builds your character. It builds your strength. And, and then and then that makes you the example. Then your children are now growing up with character and with strength mm-hmm. and realizing that every day is not a fun day. Every day is not a party. Some days will come with sacrifice. Some days are going to come with work that has to be done even if it's just as simple as cleaning up and, you know, and like you said, the whole discipline thing, you know, discipline with love, of course, you know, don't scare your children. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, granted my baby's got the fear of God in them, but they know (laughs) mommy loves them. So So the last thing I would say would be to, is a developing virtue and to develop that. So that means to orient yourself to the mean and not to the extremes. Because too much of a good thing can definitely turn to something that's bad. Mm-hmm. So, for example, take self-love, for example. An extreme excess of self-love could result in narcissism. Mm-hmm. But an extreme deficiency in self-love could produce low self-esteem. We talked about self-esteem, I think it was episode 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. So you need to love and respect yourself to show love and respect to others. But you need to love yourself in moderation so that you don't get carried away with, oh, this is just me and no one else in this world exists. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, committing yourself to a virtuous life. If you really want to be a virtuous woman, you need to prepare yourself for a lifetime commitment. A virtuous life is not an act you can just put on for a few days. No, it's a lifestyle. Living for God is a lifestyle. So being virtuous is going to be a lifestyle as well. And then lastly practicing virtue until it becomes a habit Mm -hmm. you can commit yourself to a virtuous life without becoming a perfectly virtuous woman overnight or right away so the best way to create virtue in yourself is to practice virtuous behaviors Mm -hmm. so often that they become new habits so you can't be discouraged by any past mistakes or mistakes that you've made along the way because you are human you will sin you will fall short yeah but ultimately if you practice these principles of virtue long enough 
they'll just become habits and characteristics of your overall personality. I think they say when you do something for like 30 days, yeah. it becomes a habit or something like that. Well, it's like actually that. 21. 21 days. Okay. 21 days. Even shorter. Yep. Doesn't take that long. Um, the one thing I'm going to say is you, there is no room for ego when you're trying to become a virtuous woman. Like, we don't have any room for egos in this life, in this lifestyle. You got to learn how to deny yourself sometimes. And it's kind of what Lindsay said, like, don't go and get all narcissistic on us. You know, like loving yourself is good, but don't go and love yourself so much that you don't have time to love God and to love others and to show love to others. So, you know, put your ego aside and, 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 practice the whole balance that's what it really comes down to it's a balance thing mm-hmm. like make and study time. women of virtue study these women yes. in the bible i love ruth i think ruth is the best example to us that god rewards faithfulness which mm-hmm. is part of that airman virtue that we yeah. were discussing yeah and it says in hebrews and without faith it is impossible to please god because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Mm-hmm. And this just really kind of falls under the story with Ruth, because she's a prime example of how God can change a life and take it in a direction that he has foreordained for you mm-hmm. <laughs> and working through your perfect plan and things like that. So I won't have time to get into Ruth, because I could just break it down, but we don't have time for that. <laughs> but definitely it's I encourage story. everyone right, to read about Ruth, read about Esther, read about Jesus's mother, Mary. Like, yeah. All these women are definitely perfect examples. So anything you want to wrap us up with? Je- Basically, Jessica? I will say, I mean, these are beautiful women in the Bible to example to, to look for as an example. But even if you can't get to the Bible, there are plenty of virtuous women around you. Mm-hmm. Look at good wives. Look at wives who are living by the standard that that God set for them. Look at good mothers look at women who are carrying themselves the way that they should and living the life that they should use them as an example as well i mean they can show you and teach you a lot surround yourself with the people that you want to be that's really what it boils down to and there you have it thanks for listening Uh, i guess we'll tune in next week so bye yeah (laughs) bye guys (laughs) 